What is the most important component, in your opinion, in running a business? I think it's really having a good staff behind you because, you know, you could do everything that you could possibly do to make it successful, have everything in place. But unless, you know, you're a one person show and you're running it yourself, you need a good staff. It really could make a huge difference. Move forward. People talking business. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Forward. Everything you need to know and everything we can give from our experience and other experts that will help your business move forward. So we have today with us a special guest, Dekel. What's the meaning of the name? Dekel, it's a palm tree. Palm tree, all right, yeah. beautiful. Dekel, you'll introduce yourself in a sec, but she helped run a family business for five years as an operation manager and then as the business owner of a coffee shop. And we really want to kind of figure out how it seems to be at the beginning when you think it's a nice, beautiful future ahead of you and maybe you're going to be a, become a millionaire and then what happens when reality hits and all the challenges and tips that you should know if you're starting a new business or as a small business owner from the best person's experience. Okay, so let's uh, take a step back and start from the beginning. You say Dekel or Dekel? My parents spelled my name wrong. They spelled it D-A instead of D-E. So I would tell people in America that my name was Dekel. <laughs> Got it. So happy to have you here, Dekel. Uh, it's a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. And maybe you can give just like a, a word about your experience with running a business or introducing yourself to the audience. I had a few flower shops in New York and then I opened a coffee shop. Some of the biggest challenges that people don't tell you about are really, you know, the major staffing issue. And especially after COVID, it's been a bigger issue. And then another challenge are all the supply chain issues across the world, really. So it's, you know, you don't realize that it's going to be hard to actually get cups for the coffee. That leads me to ask, okay, you open, let's say I want to start a coffee shop. So I have this pink dream in my head mm -hmm. that's going to be nice and I'm going to host uh, live shows there and I'm going to open uh, a couple of branches in a year or two. Is that what you had in mind and how it's actually in reality? Yeah, so when you start out, of course, you're all excited. You think of all like the fun aspects to it. You don't realize all the challenges. So when you open, I was like, oh, great. I'm going to do all these coffee tasting, these pastry <laughs> tasting. So fun. Like before of a wedding. Yeah, and then yeah, you actually do all the fun married. stuff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Basically, it's like planning a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> But then, you know, you start hitting a bunch of bumps in the roads. You talk to other people in the industry and you they tell you about things that you had no idea about, things that ever crossed your mind, like when you have to deal with applying for permits and licenses and, you know, you do the research about what you know, the city or state you're in requires. And all you wanted to do is just to open a coffee shop and serve coffee. Yeah, you think you have like this great idea. It's going to be so nice. It's going to be fun. But you forget about all of the major challenges. So if I understand correctly, there are a few pillars to running a business, right? Especially when you're starting small, you need to juggle between everything. So you have your customers, yes. right? That's the essence of driving sales. You have the product itself. In this case, it could be coffee, flowers, clothes, whatever you use. Right. Uh, sell. And then you have the employee component, the yes. staff. The most important. I do think that the staff component is the most important because if we look at these three, if you have a good staff, they will drive more sales because your customer will be more satisfied and happy. Right. You get better service. And then you can also improve your product or add more services or products to your business. Yes, exactly. So let's talk about this aspect of managing your staff. What are the biggest challenges in 
managing your employees as a small business owner? Yeah, so of course, it's always hard in the beginning to find the right employees, find who you're actually going to hire, who you're going to trust. So it sounds like you really need to find this one talent, right? One superstar, a couple of superstars to be a part of your staff to help you manage the business. Otherwise, instead of being a business owner and dealing with developing the business and growing it, you're dealing with managing the staff, right? The day-to-day. Yeah. If you start a business, right? Like a coffee shop, whatever it might be, you start a business in order to make it grow. If you could give three tips to yourself a year ago when you go a year back. So I'd say really take your time with the hiring process. Don't rush to open. If I open as soon as possible, I'm going to start making money. You need to really take your time with finding the right staff and training them, maybe figuring out a training program, even if it costs you a little bit more money, and really maybe invest in your employees. They see that you're taking it seriously, so they'll take it seriously. Beautiful. What about, like I know for me as a person, as an employee, you like a place when you see that you have a room to grow. You get the feeling that you're appreciated. Is it possible to do so in a small business, in a coffee shop? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's always nice when customers come in and they give you compliments and you see that you're really growing and they're like happy with the product and, you know, they start becoming regulars. It takes time for someone to, you know, maybe make the switch from, you know, their previous coffee shop that they could have been going to for years to come and actually try your product and then continue coming. So it's nice when you start getting, you know, those regulars and you see the similar faces every day and then they tell their friends and you really start to grow. What are the competitive advantage you can have as a small business owner compared to other competitors like to attract talents? Feedback I'd get from a lot of employees is they liked that we were a small business. They liked that it was like a family business. It was a little bit more casual, a little bit more comfortable. You know, there's pros and cons to everything. But there are plenty of positive things about working for a smaller company. It's a bit more flexible. Corporate life isn't for everyone. That's totally true. And I totally agree with that. Although I have one thing in mind. It's good to have this company culture, right? Yes. So when you set this company culture, it makes more sense for people would want to stick if you share the same values or way of being. But then at the end of the day, you need them to get the job done. So how do you balance the two? So I think they see that when you're a smaller business, you know, you do have, you know, more time for them to like get to know them, to really become like friendly with them in a way, professional way, but it's more of like a family and they appreciate that. They really enjoy it. Also, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, part of making good employees is of course all about productiveness, right? Efficiency. And I think that we need to implement the right systems and tools in order to make their life easier. To help them become more productive because it's nice to right. say hey i need you to be more productive but it's not a good tip because if there's no system to help me with that how can i become more productive so what systems did you use that could help with those things yeah so i'd use apps where you know all the baristas could communicate with each other could communicate with me if i had to you know let them know about something updates you know create checklists and inventory lists and try to really get them to use those tools and follow it so they know what they're doing and what they're supposed to be doing. So it's great to have like a technology, right? A system to help you with these processes. I guess the, the hardest process to manage is scheduling. Yeah. So I'd use an app to um, schedule. So they also were able to clock in and out on there. There was like a chat component to it. So they'd be able to communicate with each other. Well, that's super important. I know that it's very nice to have 
systems in place for scheduling, for clocking in, for conducting payroll, for communicating, for engaging employees and so on. But the fact that you have a system doesn't mean that they're going to use it. Right. So exactly. If I need to choose a system today, right, technology to add to my small business, what tips or recommendations you can give so my employees could actually work with it? If they don't use it, I don't need this technology, right? Yeah, so definitely try to find something has like everything you need in one place just to like streamline it. Definitely something intuitive, something that's easy to use. So if someone isn't like the most technologically advanced, like, you know, they don't have any trouble actually using it and seeing when they're scheduled to work. It has like a simple system for clocking in and out. And definitely I think the chat component is very important because they need to be able to communicate with each other. So if you have like, you know, 10 employees working but only like one or two are working at a time you know they're not aware about maybe what the employee the shift before them did and took care of or you know whoever worked the evening before them communication did, so. is a very it's kind of a stickiness component to yeah. bring them in yeah communication is huge platforms, right yeah and really get them like comfortable with using that and you know if they have questions they have a problem they know that they could just write something in the chat and you know, another barista could help them, one of their colleagues, or I could help them. So it was really important. And also, I think it's it's very important because when they're off shift, so you want them still to be connected with what's going on, right? Of course, about their upcoming shift, but also just yeah, the discussion. If, you know, something comes up, let's say someone needs to swap shifts, they need someone to cover their shifts. So it's also to be used when they're not physically at work. And in order to boost their motivation or to make them feel uh, more appreciated, if a customer would say a good thing or you get a good feedback, good review, would you share it with them? Would you absolutely, try to engage absolutely. Them? And like, you know, as a business owner, you love that. You love when a customer comes up to you and say like, you know, so-and-so is really great. They're the best. They make the coffee so great. They're so nice, you know, accommodating, whatever it is. So it's nice to get that feedback as a business owner because you're getting a compliment. And then, you know, it always feels good to share it with that employee so they know like, hey, listen, like you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. I really love this because I think that's one of the most important things is to be able to learn how to say good job to an employee, right? Oh, Especially it's if it's a talent and you want it's to keep huge. them. Yeah, I think it's very important to, you know, let the people who are working for you know that you appreciate them. Let them know that they're doing a good job because if they don't ever hear that they're doing a good job, they may assume that they're not doing a good job. You need to give people compliments, you know, just in life in general. And in the workplace, it's especially important because then how are you supposed to know if you're actually doing a good job? I totally agree. And also because we said the staff is the key component, that's why it's even more important to do those kind of things. If you found already a talent, I think that you should do a lot in order to maintain them, to retain them. Absolutely. Of course, you need to thank them, let them know you appreciate them. If they really are doing a great job and you think they could handle more, give them maybe some more responsibilities, whether it's just like a management role, extra shifts, maybe even a raise. Okay, so now I want to go to another area. For all the listeners out there that might think that they want to open a coffee shop or they opened a coffee shop a week ago or a month ago, can you take us through the process of what you experienced? What is the most important things that they should do first in order to make this process easy, smooth, and to prevent maybe the mistakes that you had? Yeah, so of course, staffing is like one of the biggest issues. And, you know, we're still dealing with supply chain issues. So make sure you order things far in advance. Make sure you have extra, order a ton of it so you don't run into any 
issues. You don't want to, you know, run out of cups, run out of coffee, anything like that. And really just do a ton of research, you know, visit those other coffee shops, see what they have on their menu, see what their price point is, see if you could find other people in the business to talk to, to get their perspective, to hear more about their experiences. Because, you know, everyone's going to tell you something different and you're, you could learn from everyone. So first of all, I guess you need like a place and a little plan. And then, like you said, you need to understand how you being on top of the inventory so you won't run short. And then you need to do the research, to become competitive, to know the price points and so on. Yeah, you want to make sure you're competitive with the other locations, other stores in your that are in your neighborhood and see what they're selling. Even, you know, you need to look at the cup sizes that other stores have, like how many different options do they have. You need to see their different pastry options. And it all, of course, depends on what's most important to you. Do you care about having like a brand name coffee or do you care about you know, having the best muffins or something. You need to pick what's important to you. And you need to also find something that's going to make you stand out from the other coffee shops in your neighborhood and have like a specialty coffee menu. You need to like test things out, come up with fun, unique ideas, things to really bring people in. And you also need to know your demographic. So what are the people in that neighborhood going to want? What's important to them? Beautiful. I think that's really, really great tips. And if I try to sum it up, let's say if I want to open a coffee shop tomorrow. So first thing, I need to do the research and I need to know the market level, yeah. kind of the standard of quality and also quantity and the sizes of cups and everything that you said. Yeah, and really just know your audience. And then after you figure out, okay, I know that this is the common coffee bean around. How do you create a competitive edge, like something that will make you stand out from the competition? Because if you open a coffee shop, probably there's 10 other coffee shops around you. Right. So you really need to do your research. You need to see what they're serving, what they sell, and find something that they're not doing that could give you, you know, that competitive edge. So you bring something different to the neighborhood. And how should I do this research? Should, should I go to the actual coffee shop? Yeah, physically go it? to the coffee shops, try their coffee, you know, pay attention to their price points, see if they have any specialty items, look at their Instagram, look at their, read like their reviews, check out like the type of people who were hanging out there. I really love the part of looking at the reviews. I think that's something that a lot of people lacking. Yeah, see what people are saying, see what they like, see what they don't like. What they don't like, that's a major yeah. part. <laughs> that's how you actually get the best tips of what mistakes I should prevent yeah. of making. Go to their websites or Google Maps or whatever Google, and check the bad Yelp. reviews. I mean, it depends where you are, but read the reviews, see what people are complaining about. Exactly. Okay, spot on on this one. So... I started my journey, I did the research, I know the market standards, also I learned all the bad reviews, so now I can give better service. I know my product, I want the competitive edge I want to bring to the table. Now how do I actually start? I need to buy coffee beans myself, I need to, what should I do? Well, you need to figure out what's most important to you. So for example, for myself and my business is I was new to the business. So I wasn't a barista, I wasn't in the coffee business, I had no prior knowledge. So I wanted to find, you know, a company that really could help me out. So I went to a coffee company who would help me build out my bar, who would help me order all the equipment. I paid a little bit extra for that, but it also saved me a lot of time because otherwise if I was just buying the beans from some, you know, like a roastery or something like that, then I would have to figure out, okay, now what do I need? How do I actually make the coffee? So I really went to a place I would 
be able to teach me everything and really help me out. That's also very important, right? Because it's better to use uh, third parties or other services and you can still be in charge of the bigger picture. Yes. So especially it was great if I had an issue with my espresso machine or, you know, something wasn't tasting right. I would call them. They'd send someone to come fix it or train your staff or you could send your staff to one of their locations and they would train them. And, you know, they did all those things at no extra cost. And if I'm trying to build a little checklist, I need to plan things like we discussed. I need to find this coffee provider, third-party service to help me with the logistics. And now I need also, I guess, to add some technology, some systems. What are the go-to systems that I should add when I start my business first? Yeah, so you definitely need a POS system. And I guess it should be something that is easy to use and you get yeah, support. Yeah, definitely something that's very easy to use. Like a company that if you have any issues, you could call them and easily speak to someone. You know, when you actually speak to a physical person, you're not, you know, talking to a machine or anything like that. So you definitely need a company that's going to support you. And again, you know, some companies may cost more than others. So you really need to do your research and see what's going to fit your business and you best. That's actually super important, in my opinion, that you should work with, a, like you're going to have many systems. So it should be something that I guess it's easy to use, but also you have support and you don't need, because you don't have a T person to implement it. Right. You need it to you be that easy. You need it to easy. be easy. You need it to be easy for just like an average person to use, someone who's, you know, not the most technologically advanced. So you don't want to to be too complicated. Okay, so I got the POS. Now what else should I have or can I start with this? No, so you're going to need some sort of tool to schedule your employees, to create a schedule. You need to figure out how you're paying them, place where they could clock in and out. What's they so could... bad with the scheduling with a pen and paper? I mean, you just put the schedule, you capture it, you send it via <laughs> WhatsApp. It's unorganized and then not everyone could see it. Try to keep everything as modern and up-to-date as possible. And where should I find like a good platform for that? Should I ask around? Should I... Yeah, you could research online. Also, I like to ask around. Like the app that I used, I found through a friend who also owned a coffee shop. And then once I started using it, I found that a lot of my employees had used it at their previous jobs. And it was very, very easy to use. So I had no issues with it. I also wasn't paying for it, which was nice. Because as a small... It's very nice. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. I mean, if you're a small business and you don't need anything too crazy, then you shouldn't pay extra for things. And you don't have enough money to pay for exactly. extra, right? Okay, so, so the main expense is payroll. Yeah, payroll is by far the biggest expense for most businesses, I'd say. And maybe that's also something that you need to plan in advance before you start the business. Like, I don't yeah, know, maybe so you... if you know that's, you know, you want to figure out how much you're paying your employees and how many employees you need to work a day and how many and what your hours are going to be and kind of calculate to see roughly like every week what you, or every month what you're paying for, you know, your staff for the payroll and then figure out, you know, what's going to be most important to you. For me, it was really important to me to have like really great pastries because I love sweets. And I find that a lot of places don't really have much of a variety. They have all the same like basic things. So I was like, what could I get that would be like exciting? And what did you add that were exciting? Most coffee shops, they'll have like, you know, a plain croissant, a chocolate croissant, a blueberry muffin, you know, maybe some cookies, like really basic things. I love blueberry muffins. Blueberry muffins are great. And I found a great blueberry muffin. So I had to try a lot, a lot of pastries. So you need to see like the other companies that other coffee shops are using. You want to find 
a reliable company that's going to actually deliver the pastries every single morning. You want to make sure that the pastries are fresh. It's kind of the balance of providing a good product, but also be able to cut costs, right? To yeah. be profitable. At the end yeah, of the you need to find something that's going to, for example, like I noticed that since there's a lot of families in the neighborhood of my coffee shop, little kids would come in. So I said, okay, what is a little kid going to like? So I'd find, you know, like cookies with like M&Ms and sprinkles and colorful things to grab their attention. Cookies always are good for attention. If I need to create or if I want to create a little checklist or a to-do list. I want to do so many things. I want to test out things. I want to develop recipes. I want to have my own tone of voice and so on. What would be like the top priority? Like the five main things I need to focus on before I'm starting the business, I will open my business and then I can move on to the rest of the things. Yeah, so definitely staffing. You want to make sure you have a good staff. You want to have a good menu that's going to have like a unique edge that's going to be different. You want to make sure the technology you're using is, you know, you fully understand how to use it, that it's easy for you to use, easy for your employees to use. And the good location. Oh, yeah. Location, of course, is important. How did you choose your location? We actually were already an existing business. We had the flower shop and we were in the same location for 25 years. And then we moved to a larger space when we opened the coffee shop and we happened to move just, you know, one block and one avenue over and we moved to a big corner location. And what was good about this specific location is it was a storefront that had been closed for about six or seven years. So people in the neighborhood knew that nothing was there for a while. So they were very, very excited when someone finally opened up in that space. That's actually a great tip right yeah. there. <laughs> like find a location that is not too central, right? Like if you could open a location like in a central area like New York, but somewhere that there's not many coffee shops or it's not the same quality as the best quality in town, maybe you want to go there. Yeah, really bring something new to the neighborhood. Pick an area where there's, you know, a lot of people are either like living or working there, where there's going to be a lot of foot traffic, maybe near transportation. We also had like a bus and a subway, an avenue a block away. So that was also helpful. Okay, now... One of the biggest headaches and the most important part, like you said, hiring. Yes. So when someone opens a coffee shop, we're not hiring experts. They're not HR experts. What is your best tip for hiring? Really invest in your employees. Try to find people with good experience. Take your time finding the right people. Should we use a platform for that or there's like a, a funnel that we should follow a process that you would recommend to make it more efficient or just post like on the window that i'm looking for employees well it's good to obviously like post online word of mouth so if i did find someone great say okay do you have any friends that are also baristas any friends from where you used to work with them if you know i knew they worked at a good coffee shop they really seemed to know what they were doing so i was like okay great you want to reach out to those people, see if they're looking for a job. So I found people like that also. What question can I ask in an interview that you will know that I'm reliable? So when I was hiring, I really wish that I asked potential employees for references. So I guess that you used to have a tip jar. Today it's uh, via the POS, but... No, we still would have, have a, a tip physical jar. tip jar. Cash is here to stay. Yeah. Did you still get around. any Bitcoin? Any crypto? No, no, we're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> but it's funny because people would always be like, do you take cash? Do you accept cash? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dinosaur. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's take this uh, tip jar. We have one tip for hiring. Get reference from previous employer. One tip to the tip jar about onboarding. 
you know, I'd always like to either bring, you know, the person who would train them into the location, into the physical space where they're going to be working and like have them train there or I'd send them to, you know, somewhere else where they could train and then I'd always have them, you know, working with someone who was reliable, who knew what they were doing, who were a great barista to really teach and show them the ropes. And I, of course, would be there as much as possible so I could actually watch what they're doing. Beautiful. One tip for scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> This year means it's uh-huh. a big headache. Scheduling is going to be one of the biggest issues because unfortunately with the schedule, you could make it months in advance and things are going to always change on a weekly basis. Even things could change on a regular daily basis. You know, someone may not show up to work. Someone may be late. You know, something comes up, whatever it may be. So try to have, you know, some extra backup people. Let your employees know, listen, if you can't come in, you need to find someone to cover your shift. And then also we need to provide them with tools to do so, I guess. Yeah, so, you know, make sure that everyone working there knows each other, is comfortable with each other, can communicate with each other. So, you know, have some sort of technology in place for that. So they're not like only like, you know, texting each other individually. So they have a space for a chat where they could talk amongst themselves, where you could send them all a message at once, where they could communicate with each other. If they have any questions. Otherwise, you find yourself making coffee instead of managing the business. Exactly. You don't want to end up, you don't want to go from being the business owner to being the barista every day. Once in a while, it's going to happen, but you don't want it to become a habit. That's actually, I think, the best tip out there. One tip for payroll, because I know you have a little method that you're using that yeah. makes your life easy. Definitely try and integrate everything together as much as possible with these jobs where the schedule always changes, where it's different every week, and you need to really pay attention to when people are clocking in and out, and you need to keep up with it on a daily basis. So when it comes to processing payroll, you're not disorganized. It doesn't get confusing. You know, it's best to really spend a few minutes on it every single day, as opposed to doing it, you know, at the end of the week or two weeks or a month or however you process your payroll. So things don't get mixed up. Okay, one tip about if... I bring technology or any tool or app to my business. I wish it will be. I wish it could just be all in one. I want to be able to, you know, do a schedule in one place, do payroll in one place, look at tips in one place. It'd also be nice if they had an app so it wasn't just like a website and I had to go on the computer. Sometimes, you know, it's easier to use an app on your phone. Just like we ordering Uber Eats or exactly. Booking a Flight exactly. or an Airbnb. It makes sense. Gotta love it. When things are simple and easy. And last but not least, maybe the most important tip to the tip jar, something about life, a little tip that you can give from your own experience. You know, don't be too hard on yourself. It's when you start out, you have so many expectations and you have high expectations. And that's just not how life works. So take your time with hiring. Don't rush to open and really figure out what's going to be the most important to you. Beautiful. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks I really for having me. Time. I think there are some very actionable and insightful and very important tips and information you can take the listeners and implement when you're about to open your own business, either it's a coffee shop or whatever it might be, plan ahead and use those tips in order to make it successful. Also, don't be afraid to ask for help. Find people in the business, you know, pick their brain, find out any little tips. you could get any advice you could get from them and you could really learn a lot from other people who already have experience in the business beautiful any last tip from our uh, podcast producer 
You got to wake up every morning with a smile on your face. All right, everybody. That was fun. Uh, if you find it helpful, just make sure to leave a review and also to uh, rate us, give us uh, five stars so we can produce more and more quality content for you out there. And uh, we couldn't end this episode better than the song. <laughs> so see you all in the next one. Thanks, Dekel, for being with us. It was a real pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Shaked. Thank you.